listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. She doesn't wear costume jewelry, and she knew that Walt Disney was slash is making a fortune off false eyelashes and that time magazine is the authority on the negro her magazine her makeup is total real a negro english instructor called her a fine negro poet a white critic said she's a credit to the negro race somebody else called her a pure negro writer johnny may who's a senior in high school said she and langston are the only negro poets we've read in school and i understand her Wee used to carry one of her poems around in his back pocket the one about being cool that was before Wee was cooled by a cop's warning shot into the 60s a word was born black and with black came poets and from the poets ballpoints came black double black purple black blue black being black was black day before yesterday black blacker than the ultra black super black 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 yellow black nigger black black white man black 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 than you ever been uh black than you ever bees one fourth black unblack cold black clear black my mama blacker than your mama pimple black tall black so black we can't even see you black on black is in black by black technically black mantan mantan black winter black cool black 360 degrees black cold black midnight black black when it's convenient rusty black moon black black star black summer black electron black spaceman black shoe shine black gym shoe black underwear black ugly black uh, aunt jemima black uh, uncle ben ah! uncle ben's rice black <laughs> willie best black black is beautiful black just discover black negro black uh, unsubstance black hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on saturday morning ready to do some feedback stuff that's when uh we talk about the things you had to say throughout the week about the things we had to say throughout the week so this is your chance as an audience to kind of get uh your voice heard you know people write in um you can leave voicemail 704-557-0186 you can uh make sure they're two minutes or less though by the way there is a time limit on that you can vote in the polls uh theblackoutips.com each episode has a post where you can comment vote in the polls you can give us money theblackoutips.com on the right hand side just you know donate whatever amount you feel uh one time recurring it's up to you you can also do stuff like um uh become premium the blackout tips um slash premium and of course you can also um uh email us the blackout tips at gmail.com there's a lot of ways to get in contact with us it is and uh, we also read five star reviews today so we have one that's in itunes and one in stitcher and we will read both of those five star reviews so thank you for taking the time out to do that as well we appreciate y'all we do Whew, that was a lot of stuff. Um, I guess first and foremost, though, we need to thank the people who gave us money. We do. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. New day and new dough, okay? So it's time to get out here and thank the people who hooked us up today. Let's see who it was. Uh, got a one-time donation from Mio who says wish it was more well you know what 
we don't care any amount is enough come on as long as you are giving us your rent money before you pay your rent we like, good we good we don't care if you get kicked out your house this is all about us <laughs> i need to, i need to get a new car uh cynthia d thank you mm-hmm. <clears throat> marvin b yes marvin b bambi h thank you bambi yes uh we got a brand new recurring donation from kevin w thank you kevin thank you kevin appreciate you welcome yes. to the new members class uh kimberly j aka falcons diva hooked us up she took a picture of her black guy with her shirt overseas yeah she did international shirts gallivating around the globe uh we got jason f thank you so much uh aisha y thank you mm-hmm. q h thank you uh pamela a b asia d yes. uh oh asia asia d asia d mm-hmm. uh <laughs> let's see what else we got donna in thank you very much donna thank appreciate you. you oh donna that's what i think uh cleveland show you guys don't know that <laughs> donna uh i mean Derek w thank you uh felicity f thank you as well yes. harold w linwood c going way back mm-hmm. it's like when the old black men in church would just be like wow 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 <laughs> no w thank you very much b cole b coleman thank you floyd l thank you floyd <clears throat> melanike i, I melanike i thank you mm-hmm. cedric w thank you uh preston w appreciate you we do marcus e appreciate you marcus and that's everybody all right cool thank, thank you guys it's so hard to look up when you look down sure would hate to see you give up now you look so much better when you smile smile for me can you just smile for me whatever you're in right now smile for me you see a woman walking down the street just yell this at her from your car please don't please don't <laughs> you might get arrested pull the window down or just just Mm-mm. just turn this song up Mm-mm. they can't they can't arrest you for listening to music <laughs> oh man all right guys um we have five I, I, don't, I don't no please please don't people. <laughs> we like five friends to be free <laughs> just walk by a group of women walking down the street minding their business and turn this on smile you should add your own ad libs like oh, kurt no. Franklin. smile bitch smile for me no 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 won't you just smile well if you ain't fired in anyway for me <laughs> no you ugly bitch <sighs> i object <laughs> that's how street callers be right <laughs> that's how you sound to women i don't know why you think you sound all smooth well, I can't, a random woman. i can't even say hi to women no more karen wow no, really a, wow apparently you can't i can't even speak to women no more no nope, wow. you can't don't even speak to your mama wow that's crazy that's it, crazy. it is ain't it it don't make no sense at all it's stupid ain't it mm-hmm. I, I just can't believe this y'all really 
tripping i can't even say hi nope you sure okay just because i don't know how to talk to nobody come on check it out five stars on itunes got this review uh neptune 800 says this podcast is funny entertaining and informative host rod and karen report on political news pop culture and other current events i can't wait to hear their take on the latest happiness this podcast has it all including puns and sore ratchetness thank you very much thank you that's all we need is five it? stars is that, that simple imagine that it only takes a few minutes and we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that we do. um we also got a five-star review on stitcher today um spiv spiv five stars said this 15 hours ago this is fresh hot off the presses the dopest of the dopest and the wokest of the wokest the <laughs> <laughs> the goldest of the goldest you'll learn laugh experience grow and evolve or at least i did don't know what i'd do without these two in my ears to counteract the never-ending wave of whiteness that my life and my job people pawn me rod is the podcasting what carl is to the z he's built for this sugar honey iced tea thank you so much i th- i appreciate that you know little fatty carl when i think about him I still get a little choked up man i miss that dude had to make that work laugh my ass off yeah because you can't cuss but i feel you and karen's laughing accent are like the first bite of sweet potato pie on thanksgiving almost make you forget about the genocide <laughs> not the genocide all in all the greatest podcast on two speakers thank you so much Spiv. we appreciate you we do um and uh if you want to leave those reviews like i said um itunes you just log in leave us five stars uh drop out you know let us know you know uh what you think and if it's nice we'll read it on the air mm-hmm. and uh stitcher i think you have to go online to leave a review i think you can't do it from the app no you can't so yeah you just go online search the blackout to stitcher it'll come up and then like right before like if you scroll down the page right after it shows you like these are the top episodes you can go ahead and and uh like us you know what i'm saying leave us five stars so thank you um all right let's get into uh the comments that we had on the episode i checked uh skype we didn't have any voicemails this week okay. so we're good on that end uh let's get to your comments though remember do last week's walking dead i uh i think i did when we okay. did our recap okay. this week okay. i read those comments so okay i wanted to be sure we yeah we're good on that um i could kind of make that recurrent thing but i'm not going to just in case um all right so we had episode uh let me make sure this is right yeah 1629 fresh prince of wakanda where uh amani wrote wrote in that uh hilarious uh fresh prince uh remix of uh of black panther from the perspective of killmonger and it was so funny um all right so this is a feedback episode we did get how many comments no comments okay we did get a poll though the poll was do you dance in public because i couldn't think of nothing else to talk about (laughs) all of them can't be winners guys all right some of these polls are just me trying to freestyle and figure something out all right um but yeah the poll was do you dance in public 61 percent of y'all do and 38 percent of y'all don't i don't dance in public i do right so right there right in the middle of the show we got our own little <laughs> got our own little poll going i know right uh episode ep- episode 1360 the little things 
uh we had five comments on this one let me get to this all right so michelle says this is off topic but relevant to this episode i think one of the most annoying expressions i've ever heard in the corporate world is the saying it's better to ask forgiveness than to ask permission the perfect example of privilege is the assumption that you will always be forgiven for whatever you do come on hearing people say it always puts me in a certain mood and i give you uh one guess who says it the most mm yeah when they're trying to get around the rules or circumvent a situation and a lot of times they do that say that when they're trying to cheat somebody over yeah i watched um dirty money the uh that that netflix uh thing and uh yeah (laughs) like that seemed like a just a whole ass like series about people who just decided like you know what dog i'm gonna do what the fuck i want to do and then we'll see if i go to jail and in a lot of cases it's kind of disheartening but nothing really happened to them and that's if they had to pay any fines yeah like in a lot of cases they just got to go do whatever the fuck they felt like doing and the company might have to pay fines the company might actually go under but the individual person no just out there living the, the best white woman lives they got just come doing, on to the, the door all that shit so yeah and that was a lot of corporate crime and stuff uh marcy says that white nationalist teacher is a nightmare it's that shit that makes me seriously side eye every white person around me but you guys with black twitter csi jokes is so hilarious it has me torn like i wanted to be a thing because it's great but it sucks that it actually needs to exist in the first place come on well welcome to our podcast that's just pretty much right we have what you call that the gallows humor on everything yeah like i was thinking about this the other day i don't have any unfunny friends and i don't think i can kick it with unfunny people no like you know like those like there's certain people that i know they're not funny by nature but sometimes they take a shine into me and they allow me to be funny so right. like and i can tell in our interactions like they're kind of tolerating me being funny right and they're tolerating the fact that like to, i must feel like bugs bunny to them sometimes because it's like this nigga think everything a joke but it's not that i think everything's a joke no, it's you just don't. i know there's a time for seriousness and all this shit but in order for me to cope i have to process a lot of things with humor and if you can't relate you can't relate you know but it's the same way that i don't claim people get fake offended or they're right. being too sensitive because right. I, un- I have an understanding of the fact that some people don't cope with humor and they don't think anything is funny and right there's certain things that are quote unquote off limits to them that in my mind i'm like that's not off limits to me even if i've experienced that thing it's not a matter of like privilege where i'm like i've experienced racism i've never experienced racism so racism is funny no i have experienced racism i still laugh at racism right you know it's that kind of thing where i you know no one gets to decide for me how to handle shit but um yeah this show is kind of that like when people hear this show i mean if they like this show they kind of understand where we come from even when we're talking about oppression and and depressing things and some of these like horrible laws and, and terrible tragic stories we still gonna get, find a way to laugh because ultimately that's how i survive correct you know and i like to kind of pass that on to other people and if people can't take it or if it makes it worse for them i please move on we're not i don't want to ever force anyone to listen but yeah. yeah we absolutely love uh i mean like black twitter csi is funny because racist shit happens and somebody got to find out who did it somebody um anthony says listen i love hoodies i love black twitter and i love the blackout tips so when i went to t public website and seeing that i could get all three in one nigga 
as for the racist ass teacher fuck her by the way that theme song for black twitter csi is every time you play it it, 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 I was chanting black Twitter CSI nigga, black Twitter CSI nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kelby said that black Twitter CSI th- theme song is everything. Y'all the best for kind of forever. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I just, we just found that live on the air. Just searching, uh, just a beat job. I'm like, hey, 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 I know. <laughs> that's how I be feeling whenever I, like, you know why? Cause that's the feeling that I get every time somebody information is leaking yeah after they say some racist shit it's the that's that feeling you have like like you turn on your phone it's and just slow build too. like oh here we go here we oh shit she work at amc movies yes fire this bitch <laughs> amc release a statement like hey we do not condone racism from any of our popcorn makers i don't yes! i don't even care in that moment that might be the least empathetic i ever am because i don't give a fuck once you say or do some racist shit online i'll be like I don't care if you lose your six dollars seventy-five cent an hour job. I don't care if you got to go to the po house. I don't care if your kids can't eat tonight. Like shouldn't have been racist on the internet. You don't deserve to be out here in the public. Now I know that's kind of harsh sounding, and it is harsh, but it ain't as harsh as calling me a nigga. So fuck you. <laughs> I'm not required to give a fuck about that. <clears throat> Cause guess what? You didn't give a fuck when you was calling me a goddamn nigga. Right. I always see people be like, I'm not sure. I feel kind of bad. I don't think people should lose their job. I'm like, well, then they shouldn't be on the internet calling me nigga either. I Come mean, on. It's like white people having fucking nigga X games um, going on the internet right. and, and, and going I'm on not social media. To protest it. Like we supposed to be scoring them and shit. Oh, that's a that's a nine point five for the dis the dismount on that nigger. You know, <laughs> she was on Snapchat. Perfect use of the platform got a little weak she stumbled on the first couple of niggers but she finished <laughs> strong she finished strong like i'm I'm sick of that shit man anyway eve says i'm still laughing about the he boo-booed on himself part of ricky ross's story why because i'm immature and have a sense of humor of a nine-year-old boy i still want to know who made that call because that's that just doesn't that sound like that normally does not come out because shit like that happens all the time to people is is a human function when certain things happen to your body i think that's what happened when you're um rick ross is 42 he probably just fucking with like some atl strippers or something that had to make the call who knows he boo-booed on himself um uh the poll was what that white nationalist teacher be will that night <laughs> what will that white nationalist teacher be fired yes or no 43 percent said yes and 57 said no um i think she's been fired already Word? i think so okay uh no because nobody races i think i have the update article and i'm sure i'll get to it um in um in a second i mean uh, in a couple days or tomorrow whatever but yeah i'm pretty sure they removed her but i don't know let's see oh this this is five days ago she's removed from the classroom investigations ongoing so uh maybe not fired yet so we'll see i i do think she will get fired that's my guess she her excuse by the way was that the podcast was satire she's playing a little jokey joke which i ain't got no sense of humor i guess i don't then you know how, <laughs> you know how you make a lot of jokes about <laughs> killing black people and i shit? don't have a sense of humor at all like, political it is, satire it is zero exaggeration you do a little exaggeration karen you ever do that Mm-mm. keep in mind she also bragged about hiding it from her from other teachers and the school administration that was but that was also i guess part of the joke 
when the teachers when the students reported her and she lied to the principal come on principal must have just hey i got you it's a prank that should be the next excuse for racism just everybody says it's a prank when they get caught like chris brown's like oh no 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 i was beating rihanna for a joke ha ha y'all oh y'all just don't get it y'all just okay wow apparently she didn't get it either right so i don't know we'll see what happens but um they're investigating now which man i would hate to be a big school or something like that in the news cycle now because like the problem with not not that there's it's not really a problem but i guess one of the things now is that things are so instant right and, and you don't it's have hard to fire somebody instantly right because then they'll because then you fire someone for being racist and if you fucked up at any point of the path well, you didn't treat this shit the way that uh their rights are guaranteed in their contracts and teacher unions and shit you end up getting sued and losing more money but at the same time if you don't react right the fuck away then your ass looks complicit at least and like you allow it at best right like it's like it's no that's why they do suspensions i mean at worst i meant but yeah it's like it's no so so they have to investigate they have to do all this shit but for me rod just sitting out here in the world i want her fired like the second i found out like i just want someone from school to call her and be like you ain't got no job no more and we want our money back from the checks we already sent you but i know it doesn't work that way so all right we have episode 1631 r and brie on the ones and threes yeah that title but mill 73 says the intro to white people news on this episode the utah congress people rapping about a bill the fresh prince was by far the worst it was an egregious it was it was egregious at best i was offended i was so offended that i intend to protest the blackout tips i'm not gonna protest y'all niggers i'm gonna protest in a right wing manner mm. <laughs> what i'm gonna do is print all the email invoices that i received from paying for that tbgwt premium then i'm gonna burn them and upload the video <laughs> <laughs> on a separate note yeah i'm gonna buy more of your products and then i'm gonna burn them on tv on a separate note the fact that some of these voters didn't watch get out did not surprise me but that's not why i didn't watch the oscars this year i've watched the oscars every year for a long for as long as i can remember in fact it's the only award show that i consistently watch because i love movies so much i love movies but the music i love isn't represented on the grammys enough so i don't watch i have a different relationship with movies so i always carved out four hours every year to watch that shit then last year something magical happened moonlight snatched the best picture award from the jaws of la la land in the 11th hour as i saw that live and almost busted noise of joy i came to a realization at that moment i will never witness something so joyous again Mm-mm. not just moonlight winning but watching moonlight roll up say this is a hold up ain't nothing funny stop smiling be still don't nothing move but the money as they snatched that shit from la la land <sighs> memories since no one ah! since no one could guarantee that get out would be do the same to three billboards or fishes be fucking the movie i decided it uh, uh, i decided it best to uh sit the oscars out for ever for uh evermore yeah i don't blame you like i didn't i mean that's the thing i didn't even see uh uh the shape of water uh, aka splash two or sploosh sploshes i like to call it i didn't even see it you know uh and i'm not even dissing it because i'm sure mm-hmm. it's probably great that's what everybody been saying uh yeah. he's one of my favorite directors guillermo del toro he's visually he's outstanding it's probably a good movie um i don't really like watching the oscars for two reasons one it's so white centered even even 
the shit they applied themselves for this year and last year are very like tacit amounts of quote-unquote diversity like we nominated a negro (laughs) well i think oscar so white is over i think we've done it all guys you know um so it's not really my my bag you know these the the old white voter thing and even though they cleared out a lot of them that were inactive they're still there um and it's all it's kind of a sham people put campaigns and and money towards getting the oscar getting in front of the right people like it's never really on the merits of it and then people talk about it as if it is a meritocracy which is really weird to me it's like to i can understand talking about like sports like a meritocracy right like the nba team that won a championship proved they were the best team to me you know um maybe football or something less so but still more like other things i can see you being like well we have the definitive proof when this team played this team they were better art is so subjective it's really no point and maybe that just goes to my philosophy in life i don't like listening to television show reviews from other people i don't ask my friends what they thought about movies most of the time i just don't care if they told me something was trash it has no bearing on what the fuck i thought and maybe i'm some kind of egomaniac or something but what what should matter in art other than what i thought about it for me on that level you know what i mean like i can't take away my enjoyment or not enjoyment of it because someone else didn't have a good time right and i think if people were more honest that's kind of how a lot of people are and that means we're all a sum of the interactions we have in society which means there's gonna be some white people that's like yo i don't care about black shit in my life i don't want to watch this black ass movie right just like niggas go i don't have a lot of white shit in my life so i don't give a fuck about your la la land right and then when and then when you watch the black shit you're still watching it with your arms folded you know because there's no such thing as an unbiased objective viewer of the consumer of these arts and that's the truth of the that's the that's the big truth of the whole thing so it's kind of like like i said when white people say they like get out i still don't know what the fuck they liked about it you know it's not that i want them to not like it i just really be like the fuck could you possibly have enjoyed or maybe you just don't understand the statement it was making because it was basically a big ass like fuck you you know and they're oh i <laughs> if i could have seen get out the third time i would have seen it three times you yeah, know because a lot of them looked at it as a horror movie and that off top and that's that it, it was nothing deeper than that right but it's weird because the horror was whiteness right so it's like what what was so scary about it, if it yeah, anyway i don't i'm not trying to get anyone to explain why they didn't i i don't care is my point and i don't expect much of people is also my point so it's you know to me i, I don't really get into the oscars for that and yes black people do the shit i'm sure other people do it all the time like i've i've been in the room when karen's walked out on something that i thought was good but it had to mean white people and karen just decided no and i'm like yeah white people do that too a lot you know i'm not gonna fuss at you about it i don't not gonna try to change your mind i don't think you need to be better than anybody but the point is that's a truth so why would i ultimately see to their opinion of what is best i just don't feel that it's true and specifically within the last probably like five or ten years it's been even worse to me because even when black people have achieved at the level of oscar they get the nomination they get the win 
it doesn't affect their careers the way it does for white people nope in the same industry and so that was the tipping point for me where i was like i can't be invested in this every year i don't begrudge anyone who is it's not a negative towards people who are right hopefully they under i mean shit i can't imagine any black person watching it and not feeling like it's kind of fucked up too even if they enjoy it it's like correct my fave i'm just rooting for the black shit because i know that regardless of quality it has the least amount of chance of winning you know it's that type of feeling and i don't like having that feeling for four hours in a room full of white people laughing about shit it's just not my 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 wave and that's that's no problem yeah and a lot of times in my opinion the production of most of these shows because they're predominantly white are very boring the music is boring the, a lot of the shit they do is very boring so i'm like i'm not gonna i have more valuable things to do than to waste four hours like they, like the, the uh, person was sitting for with music i don't give a shit about artists i don't know i'm just keeping my opinion so i'm like why the fuck am i here well it also depends on how you grew up right like i didn't grow up with a reverence for certain art and it's not and i'm not saying that that's right i really if i could go back i probably would revisit a lot of stuff that i was like nah that's white shit i'm not listening to that no more or i'm not gonna watch this so i'm not like there's a lot of stuff that people consider classics that are probably good but i don't have the same reverence for that stuff so sometimes i'm culturally lost within whiteness anyway you know there are certain references certain movies and shit that they feel like are you know they have decided for society are these must watch must like these things are the things that make america america and they make whiteness whiteness and they make this is what is great and i'm like i looked at this and just went i this looks so white i'm not even going to participate you know and i'm sure i've missed out on some classic great shit but that's just how it was the way i grew up i just didn't grow up in a household where it was like check out you have to watch the breakfast club you know i didn't watch the breakfast club i did when i was smaller yeah, yeah like i i didn't you know that doesn't mean i didn't watch anything white it's just right certain shit i just missed and i went yeah i don't have any friends who talk about this right i don't like it wasn't like oh my god i can't believe you didn't watch that like that didn't happen until much later in life when i met white people in my friendship circle that was kind of like what you've never seen blank and i'm like no oh you know you play music trivia and i'm like i'm useless in music trivia because they ain't playing no rap songs like they playing they play like everything they play i'm like ah, i don't know what the name of that is mm-hmm. i kind of heard that a, a, on the radio a couple times or when i was at a sports game event right in the background <laughs> right and, and they feel the same about black shit right so it's just different man you know it, I, I will you know but but anyway that, but i don't begrudge even if you oh, went no. back to even if you went back to watching it i i don't begrudge you and and i like i said it was just serendipity man it was pure luck that that day that i had just i forget like i don't think i was watching a game or something and it just ended and then it just went off and i turned it to the um to the oscars or maybe it was already on the oscars or something and 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 oh just the greatest moment la la land taking that fucking trophy man it's never i i can never watch the oscars again i can never watch any award show again i'll be just fine as long except for the bt awards i'll be just fine because that that's the best it's ever gonna get having to give them black people they do anyway also billy corgan he's the worst white people always do this false equivalence shit i completely agree with you on your assessment that they should all learn all of american history warts and all the same story uh sort of things that happened up here in canada 
where most white canadians will dismiss racism as an american thing right. nobody wants to talk about the heinous shit that the government was doing to the indigenous population here come on we always hear about the trial of te- trail of tears and slavery but the canadian version was never taught in school no one talks about the genocide that happened here or the fact that slaves escaped via the underground railroad to nova scotia only to find slavery was a thing here too or that black the black community that descended from those slaves was systemically and institutionally discriminated against as well yeah they got like haitians and jamaicans and stuff up there yeah for sure you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. the thing the thing that a lot of people forget about the whole like the south was so racist the south it was so because i mean the south was racist and it was brutal and there was slave on there and all that shit but a lot of slaves that did make it to the north they found out that the racism wasn't a thing of the south it was a thing of white people come on and so you get to the north and you build your own towns and your own communities and guess who's coming to burn your shit down white people guess who don't want you living in their neighborhoods white people they were fine with you as a concept of somebody who lived a long way away who was suffering an evil plight and they could use that to leverage their own like i'm so great morally as a white man correct i don't have a problem with these blacks long as i don't understand why they do all that down south as soon as they one moves up the street <gasps> burn his house down a nigger like it's you know it's so uh yeah i imagine that would go all the way to canada just follow wherever black people showed up correct and it's the same way racism is looked at today that concept has never changed and you have a lot of white people and you know a lot of a lot of people up north that would tell you that racism doesn't exist up north is it white people there then yes it does mm-hmm. jay matori writes in i love i give that billy corrigan uh 25 if it was any other 90s rock star i'd probably be more fucked with but corgan was too irrelevant for anyone to take anything he said seriously hell if i hadn't sold if an album in 20 years and i had just spent the past five years unsuccessfully pushing for a reunion tour with my former bandmates who all hate me now i'd probably be go be racist on live tv too but not really correction this is the next comment uh that they wrote correction so it turns out corgan finally got some of the old pumpkins to reluctantly join him on a reunion tour here's the good news the tour's bombing badly yeah yeah i mean i i've heard of smashing pumpkins and i heard you know at one period of time i know they was like really 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 popular you know and it's one of those things where i'm like oh y'all hadn't been around it's been like years yeah see i don't know billy corgan's um you know like politics and shit i, I never really was interested in that but um i definitely remember there was like a summer where me and my brother tried to listen to like well my brother's way more worldly musically than me but we listened to like some um different like peak bands like oasis uh and smashing pumpkin was one of them and they had melancholy and the infinite sadness which was uh an amazing double album to me like i fucking mm-hmm. love that album but um and uh i think green day that summer i listened to them my dad was pearl jam i wasn't pearl jam um nirvana was dope to me that that one album with the baby on it but then like i couldn't understand the fuck that nigga was saying and then i I still don't get how people can shit on mumble rap but fuck with nirvana because i'm like nigga if that shit classic then future classic because i don't know what none of them niggas talking about anyway point being um i i'm not hurt by that dude's politics or anything but i mean he was very very relevant for a while apparently just as a nutcase 
evie says i was a fan of alternative rock in the 90s and i guess the smash of punk is fell in that category but billy corgan wasn't shit then i remember him always saying some outrageous things even back then i guess he's gone full-blown racist despite all his rage he still looks like a rat in a cage yeah i actually did not um know any of his political views Mm-mm. or any of that shit no did say, herself a disservice saying nothing is free you can keep all your money sometimes by just be like i no comment please nobody was asking and you didn't have to tell nobody right and and you know and one of the things where you may have actually fucked up the tour people you know people were like hey i'm excited go no 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 i'm not going and dealing with nobody calling me racist for purchasing a ticket to your concert and he gonna say the victim even right. though he volunteered these stupid ass opinions when people come back on him he gonna be like this is the problem with these liberals yeah and and, and not only that uh if i was the other people i would be pissed at you too because mm-hmm. i'm coming out of retirement quote unquote you know not playing no more or, or he's not playing no more with you because you know a lot mm-hmm. a lot of them continue to tour with very you know variations forever and i came back and you fucking up my money now because you can't keep your goddamn mouth shut dia says congrats to karen for getting down to size six eight when i get back when i get back into my size eight jeans it's over for you hoes at any rate (laughs) i just wear what looks good on me despite the size so i have various ranges of clothes and shoes sizes in my closet i still have a dress from when i was heavier and i just keep getting it tailored to fit me because i like to dress so much thanks for another great week of shows thank you thank you the poll was did you enjoy the oscars uh yes no or i didn't watch it yes six percent enjoyed the oscars no ten percent watched it but didn't enjoy it and 84 percent of our artists didn't watch the oscars which kind of makes sense to me man i'm glad we had this show because i honestly used to feel kind of alone in that but i think that's just the way big events make everyone feel correct when you're you're not participating it's like oh man no everybody's watching this thing and i don't really i don't really like it or get it or it's just not my thing right and like i said we had and to an extent i i'm more quick to be like fuck it and go and do something else like everybody's personality is different with that um episode 1632 almost nasty got a couple comments <laughs> falcons diva hit us up she said hey rod and karen y'all don't understand how loud i hollered when rod first said almost nasty then when he said the cbc wrote the letter i lost it almost nasty is peak blackness thankfully i was in my car and because i queued up the podcast while i was driving i really didn't see the episode title i said to myself this episode should be called almost nasty then when i got (laughs) to work lo and behold it is i holler just one more time i don't know why this tickled me so bad but it did yeah it's almost nasty it's super black uh eve says as i was listening to you read that story about some congress members sleeping in the office i could practically smell the funk (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't even imagine how musty those offices must smell i bet paul i bet paul ryan has swamp ass ew yeah he like the he like the kind of nigga that work out on a treadmill and don't take a shower right just put on his work clothes over his sweaty underwear right or do that shit where they have the uh gym room freezing you going there like why the fuck it's so cold that way they can run exercise and not break a good sweat should politicians be able to sleep in the offices rent free yes so they can get more work done seven percent of y'all think that and 94 percent of y'all say no pay rent like the rest of us and take your ass home right you mean to tell me you can't rent nothing nearby i mean you know if you're gonna stay in your office you should at least pay for it right right if you're gonna stand there pay up 
1633 simon takes out the trash was this episode we had miss smart we recapped walking dead uh d ransom ph dunn says this episode review five stars rod you should think about doing the soundtrack for the walking dead hashtag gangsta lean <laughs> that would have been that would have made that that burial scene even better come on this song's dedicated to my homie <laughs> everybody would be like this show has dropped the shark jumped the shark i know that or that or good another good would have been into the road mm-hmm, i had that queued and, up too and uh what was it uh bones thugs and hominy they had a good one too see you at the crossroads yes well you won't be lonely and i'm gonna miss my uncle call y'all yes um you know i forgot to mention this show still has me eight seasons in Mm -hmm. and i I think you know one of the reasons it still has me is as painstaking as long as it took and the build-up is just it's so long it just teased out to an infinity i just did not fuck with that but uh, nothing is sweeter than jada's breaking character and talking in english that is just like that worth it all in itself right when she uh, put down that act when she just had to talk like a normal fucking person because the whole time has been driving me crazy for two years i'm like talk fucking english dog i know y'all speak it it's just been two years no one forgot to speak english that fast y'all niggas are not from mad max just fucking use your verbs and your pronouns and all your prepositions and shit like a normal fucking person <laughs> like i don't care how y'all talk within your camp but when another person come to visit y'all know y'all can use your words and they just act like you know no no deal you saw being gone like what what are you doing fucking talk regular and so when she got when them people died and she had to talk regular i was just so i was smiling so hard like good i knew you could talk regular you lying motherfucker y'all be alive y'all talk regular uh anyway ev says i think jadis will have had enough crazy to be a killer for team rick yeah she backstabbed them but i think her hate for simon and the saviors will be greater at the very least she can kill off a couple saviors before they shoot her down i hear you ev but i my question is this can she fight true question we actually don't really know she punched simon and knocked him down we do know that but i don't know that i don't know that any of them junk the cons can fight Mm-mm. all they did was run they show up with holding guns to make them make you think they have superior numbers the second the fighting start they leave they run the whole thing was we take don't bother i don't like that as 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 someone on my team i'm not a big fan of that you know what's she gonna paint cat statues for everybody nobody want that what's your skill jadis so but i do hope she becomes alpha though me too that'll be lit the poll was should rick have killed jadis yes no just leave her there or no but he should have taken her with him i say see all right uh yes 32 percent say he should have killed her no 14 and 14 percent basically say just leave her there kill like don't kill her don't take her with you so just do what he did you know leave her there and 54 percent agree with care so the majority of people agree with you because right, she's gonna be a problem you shouldn't have killed her but he also should have taken her with them correct all right. all right that's one way to do it i would not have done it that way i would have i would have either killed her um uh, or taken her with us yeah because you can't i don't like the way there. he did it you know because like i said that's gonna be a problem 
um all right we had some emails let's get into these the email is uh the at gmail.com uh dear rod and karen thank you both this podcast has been my accidental but desperately needed ingestion of my red pill y'all the friends i wish i had growing up the dopest of the dopest this email will be followed by the five star five star five star five star podcast rating please don't ever stop doing what you what you love hopefully that's this show i've learned i've laughed i've gotten through so many days these topics these games so much fun the beautiful blackness there's just something about the perfect melting of it all what y'all do is just so special it saved me it inspired me and it has changed me thank you rest in peace fatty carl thank you oh appreciate you uh mr stanley appreciate you dog um jy writes in uh jane okay jane writes in uh black history meal episode 1627 rod when i when i heard about that black history meal controversy i thought seriously hearing the details i kind of get why they were upset it wouldn't have stopped me from getting a plate had i been a student but i get it i work at a pwi and we had a soul food soiree the last a soiree mm-hmm. soul food soiree that sounds fancy right sound frenchy well, it was the french t- the, the french chicken came with umbrellas in it or something <laughs> no it was uh, the fried chicken, chicken souffle what's right. happening here <laughs> it's macaroni and creme brulee come on Enjoy. you gotta crack it right <laughs> with a blowtorch right <laughs> it's potato salad but the potato salad is actual salad it is it comes with a salad and a potato yes uh <laughs> anyway uh the last sunday of black history month however the event was organized and hosted by black students on a campus maybe if nyu had included the students in the plan and the whole thing could have been avoided that's a perfect that's a great point okay then they could have been like well it, it, it was a, a group effort yeah i mean because <sighs> i don't want to belittle what the kids did i'll just say if you told me there was a black history meal that's what the fuck i'm expecting when i show up except they had no fried chicken other than that they had had greens that meal they described i believe they did have greens okay i'm with that then but the the meal that they described just didn't have fried chicken which they probably white people probably avoided out of oversensitivity right it's too on the nose um i don't know i every sunday my cafeteria serve fried chicken at, at, at my hbcu so like i don't know dog i yeah, and i don't think i would have been offended but i think that's because i knew at my hbcu that menu was for and by black people by and large so it just never came across my mind to be offended at any of that shit and i guess for um black students that are already in a white space they're probably on the lookout in a way that i wasn't right so their experience was different and you'd have some people that have just been against it all together like why the fuck do you even need this what do you mean a black history meal yes you mean black people being against it yes some mm-hmm. black people are like we don't need a black just serve us regular shit like everything else why you why i gotta be called a black history meal you know mm-hmm. you'd have had a, a subsection of people that would have been like that regardless of if you would have allowed people to participate or not yes yeah, not we're not a monolith that's for sure no i would have been mad as hell at them niggas right i'm like look y'all canceled the the greens and the beans and the collard greens were right. the cornbread we can't have none of this no more like because y'all mad the fuck nobody care about your got the pro put it this protest outside while i'm going home with my to-go plate like you know how much whack shit them niggas probably eat on the daily come on with no seasoning and shit right 
<laughs> right nasty shit grits with no butter and salt and pepper like they probably eat a lot of shit that they just be like this is oatmeal horrendous. with no honey you know what the fuck is this right not what we don't want to offend nobody so we gotta this is what we gotta eat gogum berries or so, some shit you can't pronounce you be like what the fuck is this orzo what is this bullshit right i'm in there like man offend me you know what i'm saying right and you can make all that shit taste good with seasoning right like i ain't i ain't that sensitive y'all please mm-hmm. please go ahead and offend me and all my friends uh mm-hmm. we will mm-hmm. get we'll get over it Mm-mm. and then you know you know you ain't gonna have no green beans you're gonna have string beans and them tits is not the same right it's just yeah, peas in the pod and shit you're gonna be like what the fuck is this bullshit <laughs> like would y'all like another another day of white food nah mm-hmm. nah mm-hmm. let's let's mix it up you know Mm-mm. well isn't this racist uh you know what yeah, i'll allow it today Mm-mm. let's go ahead and be racist then if that's the case i will Mm-mm. i will definitely oh, i'm good i'm good Mm-mm. i'll definitely allow uh yeah no sweet potato pie the pies is pumpkin mm. <laughs> there's a big difference between the two right like i will actually ain't they the same bitch no they not they're not the same it's a completely different taste right uh actually sir uh we just had plain rice today you know what let's go ahead and black this up like no gravy no no somebody get gravy. the lowry's they look at you crazy Gra- who uses gravy Mm-mm. unless you're serving turkey you be like oh let me leave i come in there like this but look at it. Greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ranch, yes. greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, chicken, mad at all dog you'd be mad yeah i'd have been twerking i'd have been out there is this a no 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 fraternity so i am food for food what the fuck is you serving up in this bitch today <laughs> food for food all right uh we got another email um uh who's this one from miss jocelyn okay she says dear karen and rod i apologize for the delay in writing this promised email i just got home tuesday morning i'm back at work seeing black panther in paris was an interesting experience because the movie was in english and french subtitles my daughter and i would laugh at a joke and then a few seconds later the rest of the audience would laugh so, <laughs> oh because they could understand oh and everybody else is reading <laughs> that's hilarious some things of course are culturally american so references didn't always translate right mm. i live in san francisco and was visiting my daughter who lives in paris i've seen the movie before i left paris so i knew it was coming but then uh when oakland california came up on the screen my daughter yelled out bay area there's a specific way (laughs) that it's called out but i don't expect y'all to know because uh how we do it on the west coast uh no one else in the theater reacted at all as for the audience makeup i'd say it was like 60 percent black 40 percent other mostly white of course but of course the black folks are either french or come from former french colonies of the com- uh the continent like cameroon 
uh i don't know how to pronounce right. this cult so, right so it's a different relationship to it mm-hmm. right senegal or cult de Livoyer. i don't know that one cult de Livoyer. let's just go with that so since there's a not a lot of talking during the movie we got some insight on the black french take on the film afterwards when we went to get some food at a cafe across the street there were a group of black folks waiting on the table who had obviously just seen the movie i say obviously because they were holding 3d glasses i was hella mad that we had to see it in 3d as a person who wears glasses i hate having to wear glasses on top of glasses but they make you purchase the glasses trifling purchase damn but yeah i also hate wearing glasses on top of my glasses whenever we do a 3d movie i almost always try to bring my contacts my daughter uh and i speak french i studied in high school as an exchange student enjoyed it for the most part in the stories i could tell you of french races so continue to study in college and sent her to a french school here in san francisco tip there were hardly any black folks applying to that school because tuition is more than i paid for college however because they want diversity there's an almost unlimited amount of need-based financial aid we asked this group if they liked the movie when they realized we're american they asked us to join them despite what you may have heard french people actually love americans sorry this is so long so here are the takeaways they love seeing a screen full of black people the hunger for representation is universal they all love sherry's use of the word colonizer uh you know some of the countries have only had independence for 50 years the fact that black women were revered as warriors resonated so deeply a couple women started to tear up when talking about it every single person intended to see it again and specifically african pride they felt was almost indescribable africa has always been portrayed in the media as a monolith not as 56 separate countries and cultures it has been seen as a place to rape and pillage its land natural resources and of course its peoples the the folks i talked to said the movie is important because they already knew uh less riches uh uh the Africa what less riches the Afrique uh the richness of africa oh okay they wanted the uh world to know that art beauty and sorry if this is a bad translation they use the word talent but i think they meant more like capability also exists all over the continent okay it was a wonderful experience to have those conversations and i'm lucky to have had the opportunity thank you both for your show i'm late to the game just recently in the last year found you and i'm so glad i did love you guys at Joc- oh, jocelyn uh and she's at la underscore bavardius i don't know how i'm fucking up these pronunciations so bad (laughs) anyway uh she also said p.s karen Mm -hmm. you inspired me to live my best white woman of color life yes i I have a dog and could not afford to board him for the month i was gone my niece who lives in seattle area agreed to watch him but i don't have a car and renting one way was also too expensive i asked one of the white people i see who feel like they can take their dogs anywhere how i could fly my dog up to seattle as suggested my white advisor i paid 175 dollars to a doctor to have my dog certified as an emotional support animal come on girl i was given priority boarding seating and my dog a pit bull a pit bull just laid down on the floor in front of my seat for free who knew white folks knew yes i was a hypocrite i rolled my eyes these people so often i thought they might get stuck backwards but if the if it works for the whites it damn sure needed to work for me oh my god bravo Listen. bravo use the system in your favor baby bravo an icon a legend <laughs> your fave can never i can't even imagine i can't even i don't even have the ability to process that bra work the system yeah that was that that's amazing that's all i gotta say that's amazing you was on the plane we need emotional support too Mm Mhm. i feel you and trey writes in 
rod and karen i guess you uh wait rod and karen tomorrow what is, is why are we being so formal uh <laughs> i guess you can add me to the i guess you can add me to the list of apologies for the white acoustic cover hate wow i saw that sporting ways atlanta episode and that's when i knew some of the writers on atlanta must listen to the blackout tips podcast all i could do is laugh my ass off and think of this awesome ass podcast Ryder karen y'all made it ha <laughs> ha yeah i a lot of people i tie, i hashtag blew up uh after everybody watched sporting waves episode of atlanta because it ends with a white woman singing a that rap shit cover was hilarious and she was singing a rap cover to fucking paperboy songs yes! it was like paper boy paper boy it's all about that paper boy and it was in the uh, the ending credits as well yes it just started playing out the blue which was actually fucking hilarious yeah and that was like the second week in a row that something we talk about on the show often happened on there i'm trying to think what happened florida man yeah the florida man thing a lot of like florida man was although florida florida man isn't like exactly us like we just say oh florida right that florida man conspiracy was really more of something they came up with i wouldn't count that as Mm. but it's a running joke about the state of florida right Right. i can't remember what else it was but i think that was it somebody said next week if they do sore ratchetness then we'll know for sure if they listen to the show i was like hey man if they listen to the show i hope i mean you know how i already feel about donald glover and and crew but uh i i think it's just certain shit we just getting to see such black shit on tv and black people kind of talk about these things already so it's probably just complete coincidence right because so many people talk about it but i laughed so hard when i seen that fucking cover because i was like oh my god yes that and so many people got to enjoy it and laugh yes because they've been prepared because i taught y'all to wax on wax off <laughs> okay show me paint the fence show me paint the fence y'all are y'all ain't know i was teaching y'all mental kung fu against the savagery of white colonizers taking our music and deflecting it back to us with no soul or seasoning i did that so you wouldn't have to go through that you're welcome <laughs> so it won't be a shock to your system right everybody was able to take it how many of y'all would have just thrown the remote to tv broke a tv now you got a tv because because you heard that white woman sing that seasonless song come on y'all are so welcome ain't no flavor in it good grief uh thanks again rob for the email back about going premium that info is exactly what i need to know so i can't wait to go premium because i know you guys are worth it anyways one love and wakanda forever wakanda forever back at you brother thank you uh and i think that's everything this is a short one uh appreciate y'all for listening um cool and i'm gonna go to the movies again today so uh i only got one more movie to see after this um uh, but i did you should be getting spoiled movie reviews soon for uh gringo mm-hmm. which i saw yesterday with david oyelowo and i really liked um some good cooning up in there uh and uh i'm gonna see hurricane heist and you can I, have hurricane heist and then hopefully i can see death wish but ah it's looking dicey if, if i can see death wish uh before this week is out and then i the money it's not making i don't know if that shit gonna be around for three weeks so right <laughs> we'll see if i can make it to death wish but uh yeah, before they be like you know what let's make another theater for black panther right but uh thank y'all so much for listening we'll be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m probably around then and tomorrow also um me and bossy are doing our this this is us recap this too much um let me look at my phone messages i'll tell you the exact time um but yeah we're gonna be doing it uh 
sunday at three so tomorrow at three we should be doing our this is us recap so all right guys thanks so much for listening and we appreciate y'all and we will talk to y'all later Uh, until then i love you i love you too